This is a Dragon Blazer production. Coming soon to a podcast near you. What's your name, Finn? She's beautiful, isn't she? What do you think of her? I think she's real pretty. Anything else? I think she's a snob. But you love her. She'll only break your heart, it's a fact. Even though I warn you, even though I guarantee you that the girl will only hurt you terribly, you'll still pursue her. How come all this time we see each other every week? You know what? We never did anything. I'm here, aren't I? Do you know where she is? Stella's left for school abroad. She's gone. Didn't she say goodbye? And the love of your life left you. Hey, Stella is. I'm empowered by my client to make your dreams come true. Any particular dream or just all of them? One man show in New York. I don't paint anymore. Then you better get busy. What you do here is really up to you, isn't it? It's early. I'm glad you're here. I want to paint your portrait. So do you want me sitting or standing? Both. I mean, you know, whatever. What are you doing here? Estella's wedding. Walter asked me to marry him. Hang love, Grand. What is it like not to feel anything? We are who we are. People don't change. I knew that little girl, and I saw the light in her eyes. And no matter what you say or do, that's still what I see. 20th Century Fox presents Ethan Hawke, Gwyneth Paltrow, with Anne Bancroft and Robert De Niro. I remember you when you were a good-hearted little kid. One person who did a really pure and good thing for me. In the story of a journey into the heart of a man. Everything I've ever done has been for you. Anything that might be special in me is you. Great Expectations. Hello and welcome to another episode of Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You. Uh, my name is uh, Stevie Pippins, or just Pip for short, and here is my son, the guy who just escaped prison, Xavier. You're just going to say that on, on a podcast going out to the internet? You know, this forever, right? Escape. Hey, I'm an escaped convict. I'm not. I'm not. I have never been to prison. You're kind of like an escaped convict with a heart of gold. You're going to get me in trouble. (laughs) On this episode, we watched the Charles Dickens classic, Great Expectation. For our second... For our second, uh... Drama movie watch. Was it drama? Yeah, it was drama. drama. It was drama. Yep. I say classic loosely because um, I've never read the book, but apparently this movie took a lot of liberties and changes from the book. First oh, yeah, off, that... in the book, the kid's name is Pip. Yeah, we should probably... this, it was Finn. Oh, yeah. Um, interesting to, um, to note. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 
we watched the 1998 version. I think it was 98 or 96. Or 98 something. version. I think that's the most popular version or most mainstream version. Yeah, the, the, one I, the one I watched, I believe, is like from the 70s or 80s or something like that. I this thought one, you read the book. I didn't think you watched it. I read the book and I watched it. Like, no. I was, it was in school, but it, I did not watch this one. Uh, there's a lot of differences from I de- that I definitely did not remember. That I definitely... Like, I, I got, like, flags going off, like, knowing, okay, yeah, this is not the same one that I remember watching. Uh, yeah. Well, I know like, the, the, the woman's name is Mrs. Havisham in the uh, book and the original story. So they did a lot of differences and they tried updating it. I'm pretty sure he didn't go to uh, New York to be an artist. <laughs> I, I looked right, up like some the, of this the one's, stuff. This one's more modernized. It, That's the it point. Was moder- it was meant it to was be modernized. modernized. It was modernized rather than like being. Um, being like taking place in the past, like like the uh, the other releases of it are, is a pretty interesting thing. Like it's not well, the book like it's not written, a remake. The book right, was like written not, in the eighteen hundreds, so it was. Oh, I didn't know that. Charles Dickens, Dickens, I'm pretty sure was in the eighteen hundreds. You keep talking, I'll I'll double check that. Yeah, yeah, I was like, this isn't really necessarily a uh, a remake. It's more like a retelling. Of the story, yeah, it's uh, a like, it's a modernization. Yeah, it's definitely well, first gives off. A, gives it in. First off, if you look up Charles Dickens, uh, the pictures they have of him are all like black and white, like something you'd see in the eighteen hundreds. Um, um, he Dad? was born. He was born in eighteen twelve, and he died in eighteen seventy. I mean black and white, but like he do you mean like in painting format? As in so we had photographs in the eighteen hundreds, but they were very I know that different. They were and they were only came in black and white or what we consider vignette. But no, he died in eighteen seventy, so he wrote this within that time. That means he only Um, that he passed at only fifty eight. He was young. Here's a here's a quick trivia. Which actually probably wasn't very young considering it was the 1800s, but yeah. Continue. Here's a bit of trivia for you. What is Charles Dickens' most famous book? Well, considering great, it's not Great Expectations. Yeah, considering the fact that you're asking the question to begin with, I'm guessing it's not Great Expectations. I don't know. I don't really know a lot about. a lot about authors from like before 1900s. Well, this is like a very famous story that you've seen on countless different movies. Does that help? No. <laughs> no. Absolutely okay. not. This very famous story is retold every December. And as has versions with Disney, with Mickey Mouse, Bugs Bunny. Can you just recently answer? with Ryan Reynolds. Can you just answer the question? A Christmas Story. Scrooge. 
Scrooge. Yep. Oh. That is that is also written by Charles Dickens. That's his most famous book. I didn't know that. And this book was re- published 1861, by the way. Interesting. Very, very. So it's a very old story. So therefore, yes, the settings were very modernized, considering none of those things happened. We didn't have a lot of those things in 18. 18- the 1800s. Really? So. What about using using elephants to call our friends? No, wait, no, that's in Africa. My bad. I clearly do not know my stuff. Uh. No, no. So, all right. So here's a quick synopsis. Great Expectations is about a young boy, the original novel Pip, and the uh, and the movie Finn. They call him Finn. And he goes to. Which reminds me, by the way. Uh, well, well, how would you say your um your first conception of the story would come from? Is it is it from South Park? That is the first time I've heard anything about the story. South Park has given me the definitive story of Great Expectations, and. From what I gathered, South Park was closer to the original than this movie. <laughs> well, that's well. Again, this is this is more of a retelling. Yeah, that I know. Was, that was a re- retelling in its own right, but like more with the story, but with except for the end. The end's right. slightly different. <laughs> oh yeah, they don't but, like, fight it's, it's South Park, <laughs> but it's South Park. What do you expect? I I know, I know, I know, I know. But, yeah. but, uh, so yes, this is about a young boy named Finn in this movie who is an artist. And, uh, he goes to, or with his uncle, or no, his, his sister's, so yeah, I guess kind of his uncle, his sister's boyfriend, yeah. um, Joe. His uncle in law. In a way, Uncle Law, yeah. Uh, he goes to this rich old woman's house, who they call Miss Dinsmore instead of Miss Habersham, who is oh, yeah. a broken down woman who was left at the altar, I believe. Somebody yeah. broke her heart, and now so she, she plays, so she places a nine year old man's boy's hand. On top of her boobs, because that that's just what ladies are doing nowadays again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but and, that's what he noticed. And he meets a young lady, Estella. And he falls in love with a young lady named Estella. And that, and and that is her name. Her, that is her name. Her name that, is, that's one of the names they kept. And he, uh... Essentially... Oh, I guess it is also important to know that he helped a... A uh, criminal who was a, who escaped prison. Yeah. Um, when he was young, so and it's hard I- to describe all of this, but essentially, Estella leaves, and somebody random, a lawyer, randomly comes by and says, "Hey, we are going to pay for you to go to New York and uh, become a rich and famous artist." He thinks it's Mrs. Dinsmore. 
but it was, and but it was he, actually the, the escaped convict. It was the escaped who convict who does die, and he, uh, yeah, he all the all the kind of chase Estella, who has no heart. Yep. You can tell she kind of loves him, but she's doing things weird. I don't know. It's hard to describe. She wasn't. This movie. She was. She was. You know, screwed up intentionally, so she doesn't exactly know how to do things. <laughs> she doesn't yeah. know how to love people. Well, she was, yeah, she was raised very odd. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. It's it's surprising to me that she even really knows how to um how to pay taxes or anything like that when, when like she probably it seems it. That, she probably has the guy that she was dating uh, do all that. Yeah, it is or kind her, of messed or up. Or her, or her. Aunt is that who? Is that her aunt, Miss Dinsmore? Because that's not her mother, right? I think it might be her aunt or her like her grandmother. I don't. I don't remember. Um, I do. I do think it's kind of messed up that uh that Finn wa- walked up to, to her like I don't know on her engagement night her uh her <laughs> yeah. night, and like. Hey, care to dance? Right in front of her, you know, now husband or fiance. Yeah. That was kind of messed up. Kind of? Yeah, there was... Just just a little bit. A lot of messed just upness in this, this movie. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, real quick, it starred Ethan Hawke as Finnegan Bell and Gwyneth Paltrow, who played as Stella. Did you recognize Gwyneth Paltrow? Uh, I, I mentioned that she kind of reminds me of Mary Jane Watson. <laughs> Please tell me. You know what's funny is she is in the Marvel movies, but not Mary Jane. Oh, come on. She looks exactly like her. She's Pepper Potts. Oh. She's Iron okay, Man's I see it now. girlfriend wife. Okay, I see it now. Ah, yeah, that's Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Uh, and Robert De Niro plays the prisoner. Huh. Do you know? Do you know who Robert De Niro is? No. Um, he's been in a lot of things that you probably haven't seen. In fairness, uh, have you ever seen Meet the uh, Meet the Parents or Meet the Fockers? No, and I thought we were making this a kids. Yeah. A for E for everyone rated podcast. Fockers, not that. well. Fuck you too, Dad. Oh my goodness. Anyways, he's a very, 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 very famous actor. So, what did you think of Great Expectations? I, the I version we watched. I think it was a pretty interesting retelling of the story. Uh. I remember the original kind of pissing me off a little bit. Really? Uh, this so? one, uh, just just how um how entitled Pip was in in a lot of the, in a lot of ways, but like like entitled? Finn, I don't. Yeah, he you're, you're, he definitely. So you're gonna have to explain that because I've never read the book or seen the movie. Oh, here's also the original. Thing. I haven't I haven't watched it since I don't know like my junior year. So that was what like three years ago. <laughs> so I don't. Oh, yes. I, so I remember the emotions I had for him, like being being kind of pissed off at him for, you know, 
being entitled with being entitled basically with like the uh, with the money that he was getting, who he who he believed to be from uh, Miss Han- Hannigan. Han- Han- Havisham is in the Havisham. Havisham, yeah. Um, yes, but like was really from Mister Mister Escaped Convict n- non douchebag. Um, so he's. So he he was. So I he remember lets the him. Money go to his head. Yeah, he he books. lets the money kind of go to his head in a way. Like well, he. I would like to say one thing about, you know, this movie. I didn't think he was that good of an artist. <laughs> I don't know how you felt about his art, but I thought, sure, bodies. He looked looked pretty well. I thought his faces looked weird. What did you think? Did you think it was good art? Well, as a experienced what? artist myself, uh, yeah, it, it was kind of it was kind of messy, especially like in the eye area. Uh, but like the, the the nipples, dude, he he really put some put some effort into the nipples. Oh yeah, the body looks great. <laughs> the body looked fine. It was it was the everything else or the the face. His, his face artwork did not look good, to me, at least. Well, to be fair, he didn't really practice a whole lot. He kind of just, like, impressed impressed one person, kept on with that same style, and then, and then continued drawing, like, that same style. And, like, only one person bought all of his artwork, and that That's person true. has had ties to him. So it kind of makes sense, in a way. So, so we're in agreement. He can't draw. He's not very good, except for the boobs, I guess. Because like that's where the, the heart is. That's where the heart is, I guess. That is where the heart is. That's technically true. Perfin, perfin, perfin. I don't know. Uh, anyways, I don't I know, but like that's to... like one of the things I could. I'm like, this guy is supposed to be this like really good artist that gets to go to New York and everything, but I'm like, why? But again, like, and like I know again, that art is subjective. I know his art is subjective, but but again, like though, like he's he's not made out to be a really good artist. Everything that that happens with the art makes sense in the context. Like he, like people didn't buy his art. One was he an artist in the original art. book? Do you remember? I don't remember. I wasn't I sure th- on that. I think so. I don't know. But like, it's very interesting to me that we watched two that um we watched two movies I've never watched before that are apparently like '90s blockbusters or something like that that in- that go off of like a uh, really hot actor, hot famous actor hit- drawing another hot famous actor. Completely naked. Mm-hmm. I'm referring to the Titanic. Oh, I was like, I'm trying to get figure out what you're getting at. You're bringing it all the way back. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. It was. I guess I I can see the similarities now that you bring it up. Yeah. But I remember what. When uh, the Titanic came out, or came down, uh, actually, uh, that was bad. You know what's was funny? Taste. What? Is they, uh, one of the things I read is that this 
this didn't do very well in the box office became because it came out at the same time as Titanic. And Titanic took all the all the viewers and this didn't do much at all. But it is considered liked for the most part as a cult classic, I think. Something along those lines. But yeah, this came out at the same time. It came out in 97 along with Titanic. This one just didn't do as well as Titanic at all. <laughs> right. Well, again, there's some, there's a few similar similarities, but, it, but, but like all in all, like even without like comparing, comparing one to another, it's still really good. Uh, aside from that, let's, let's go on with like the characters, unless you have more to say about what, the subject we were already on. Um, one thing I'm going to say is I wasn't too big on this movie. Hmm. Okay. I was underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. It was weird. Okay. Uh, on with, like, the characters. Starting with our protagonist, Finn. Or Pip. Pip. Yeah. In this movie, he's, yeah, he's Finn. Um, like, what... Let's look at the difference between like Finn and Pip. I mean, like to the to the viewers, clearly you don't know know much about Pip aside from the South Park character, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and you know that that character was meant to be a parody of Pip from Great Expectations. So they named him Pip for that reason, and that's why they did a whole episode on Pip in hmm. the uh, in the show is because he was a parody of Pip from Great Expectations. Very interesting. I don't know really? why Great Expectations is such a major role in Matt Stone and Trey Parker's life, the creators of South Park, but apparently it was. Because <laughs> they named a whole character after uh, that book. Interesting. Is it crazy to think that Matt Stone and Trey Parker, the creators of South Park, are pretty cultured? Uh, yeah, it's not. It's definitely not. It's not? Um, but what do you think about Finn, though? Um, he's not that good of an artist. That's Is that all you have think. to say about him? He's kind of a... He's a simp. Is he a simp? I think that's what people call that, yes. Yeah, the kids nowadays refer to him as a simp. A simp. Yeah, like a like a pip, but a simp. A pip, but a simp. A pip simp. A pip simp. Simp pip. It's a simp pip. Uh, alright. Uh, He's with... not very good at learning how to accept uh, defeat because she's pretty cruel to him. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, she goes, has sex with him, and then leaves him to go marry the guy. She's cruel to both of them. Go marry the other guy. Okay, uh, dance? It's clear she oh, doesn't... Sure, I just got married, but let me dance with this it's, other guy. It's clear that she probably loves him 
and doesn't, doesn't give a crap it. about the other guy. No, she just. Which I, I think, at least through the. I think at least through the movie or the book, I think it, they make it clear in the book that the uh, that the Miss Haversham or whatever her name was in this, that she was essentially orchestrating all this, right? Yeah. At least that's how I, that's how I understood it in the South Park version, is that she was essentially orchestrating all of this to... Uh, you know, break his heart because her heart was broken. Yeah, she's a misogynist, basically. So she's so a sexist Est- misogynist. So Estella was just trying to do what her aunt her, gar- her guardian her guardian taught her. Yes, she was just going by what her guardian taught her to do. So I think she did actually love Finn, but she was not saying no to her guardian. That's what I gathered from the story. Does that sound correct based on your knowledge of the actual book? Uh, not sure. Again, I have a... <laughs> Again, this is the... This and the South Park episode are the first time I, I I didn't even remember um like I, I I recognized a lot of the things from from the South Park movie as great expectations but I didn't even remember the name of the book that I that was like ringing you know, alarm bells in my head while we were so watching you didn't know it was Park. called great expectations I knew it was called great expectations I just didn't remember because I hadn't watched it and or read it in three years so but yeah it, for, for something that you said was your least favorite South Park episode, it was, you know, literally based on something else. And it was in a hilarious retelling. Because there's there's monkeys, and it's just hilarious. <laughs> hilarious be retelling, because of monkeys! Monkey. Yo, monkey! <laughs> I, I think that episode would be more entertaining to me Maybe even now that I've seen this movie, had I have had read the book or knew the story, I think I would have enjoyed the episode more, like you did because you had actually read or you, did you read the book and watch the movie or just watch the movie? Yes, I, I'm pretty sure I've said this like over nine. Sorry, times. my bad. Probably I not, forgot. I mean, like at least once or twice within this podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, so. As someone who is familiar with... Stop man-spreading. Continue. (laughs) Sorry. My bad. We're in the middle of a podcast, Dad. Comfortable. Anyways, so... No one needs to see a 40-year-old man doing doing this in, in front of, like... How ma- however many me however many people would be watching this, anyways. So yeah, I I, I I can see myself enjoying that episode better had I actually had context and actually seen it or know okay. of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
a lot of a lot of what I remember from like from the book is is that like uh Pip is walking through like this, I don't know, graveyard or whatever, and then this uh this criminal guy or this sketchy looking dude sneaks up on him and and is like hey, hey, hey. Can you I will kill you unless you go home and I know where you live by the way, unless you go home get some like, I don't know, lock picking tips or like a crowbar or something. Uh Pip goes does that Gets it to him. He break. He breaks it open, and voila. Uh, the, the rest of the story continues. I remember um, the sister is a lot more. Uh, I, I remember her being like a lot more. Uh, what's the word? Bitchy. Yeah, the relatively yeah than than in this movie. Um, yeah, she didn't seem too bad in this movie until she just up and said, "Fuck this." Bye bye. Well, yeah, she she was still pretty terrible because like she was like, bye. I'm a I'm just gonna abandon my parent my technical parental responsibilities. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Wait a minute. If she if she's his sister and she got married, that that wouldn't mean like that the that the guy is um. His uncle-in-law. That means that he's his sister and his brother-in-law. Right. The age difference kind of is irrelevant in that. But uh. But anyways, though, um, there, like, it's definitely great expectations. The the premise of the movie remains the same. It's just like you know, it's more modernized. There's a lot of diff. There's a lot more differences. Uh, this the sexual. The sexualness, the sexiness is definitely a lot more, I guess, pronounced than I remember. I mean, although, to be fair, uh, it, it was in school, so they probably were forced to skip certain parts if there was any. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I don't think they... You, you read it yourself, didn't you? Or I don't think they took pages out, did they? Well, they didn't take pages. I'm, I'm referring to, like, the movie. Uh, the the movie that I remember watching. Um, um they didn't <laughs> unless they paused or stopped it and fast forwarded. They didn't edit it. No school is well, going to take the time. Well, yeah, the, I'm referring. To, I'm referring to that. Like they they fast forward it to a part where uh, sex is like, not being. We don't had. need to see this part. I got gotcha, you. Even gotcha. though that you know we're probably like seventeen or sixteen at this point. Still, it's kind of weird to send show seventeen year olds sex at a at school. I, I, I get it. There's liter we literally have a sex ed class. I mean, not in junior year, but I did it in my sophomore year. I don't think they have sex ed class at the career center where we live. Which is very interesting because I feel like that's a must. You know, to keep people from getting AIDS. Well, normally they'd have sex ed, like, I think it's your freshman year or something. And they don't normally keep going with that throughout the years. Well, true. Anyways, uh, what what I what I kind of thought about this movie, I thought it was pretty interesting. As as I've said, it's an interesting retelling. 
um, of the actual story. And, uh, I mean, aside from the monkeys, I think the South Park episode, yeah, it probably captures the, uh, captures more of, like, the feel of the original. But, like, all, all of them are basically, like, the same story. They're all great expectations. All yeah. of it just, you know, was up the same. And I, I feel like this was definitely a better idea than just, you know, uh, remaking the same movie, but with, like, you know, better technology, better editing uh, technology wait, that we had in the, you, in the 90s. Wait till you get the chance to watch the Romeo and Juliet from the 90s. They also tried to uh, um, modernize, modernize it. Yeah. Did people not like it? Actually, I think it did okay. It did better than this, I think. But, uh, but they, um, the 90s version, like, you know how they mentioned, pierce my, d this dagger through my heart is true. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. So in the modernized version, they have a gun, and on the gun it said dagger. <laughs> <laughs> So it's more like a comedic retelling? It's not meant to be. I don't think it's meant to be. It's like Oh my goodness, that's more, even worse. It's a very modernized version. I haven't watched it since I was a kid, but yeah, they, they tried to make it more... It had Leonardo DiCaprio in it, you know, the guy that you know from yes. Titanic. Um, and yeah, it's just a modernized version. Where they, also, they are, I'd like should, to watch it again, honestly. We should, bring, we should also bring up, like, the other movies. Like, we, we, uh, this was one of, of quite a few movies that we wanted to, uh, choose for, for the second drama that we wanted. Like, the first drama was Prey. Uh, we, yes. we chose Prey, which, interesting choice for a drama, but I won't judge. I liked that movie. It said it was on drama. <laughs> Took advantage. This one's more of an actual drama. This is exactly what I think of when I think of a drama. Which, yeah, it's a, it's a good. Then it's a good thing that we got this for the second time, since we have a better, we have a better drama representation. Drama. Yeah, yeah, a better representation in a way. Um, so do like, you have what is your grade for this movie? I I, I was we, we were we were. Are you just going to skip the topic? I, I, dude, I was, I was just trying to, um, say, like, I remember we wanted to watch Castaway for our drama, though. Like, I remember Castaway. Yeah, you Cast talked Away about Castaway and, or Forrest Gump. Also, Groundhog Day. I remember, I remember we also saw Groundhog Day, which. Uh, it's I, more of a comedy, but February. I guess that also. That was, that was in the drama section. If, if we got Prey, we could get Groundhog Day. Which rhymes. You're right. That's a very, very fair argument. <laughs> uh, but point. yeah, I remember if we saw Catch Me If You Can, which is another Leonardo DiCaprio movie. The, the yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio movie that I kept referencing we're, during the Titanic podcast that we made. Uh, we're just going to just make said, this a Leonardo DiCaprio podcast where we just watch all Leonardo DiCaprio movies every chance. Why don't we, we just make another... <laughs> Make another uh, category and say Leonardo DiCaprio, and just you know make that another thing. Don't don't actually do that. Dude. I mean, yes, we, yes, I love the crap out of Leonardo DiCaprio, but we <sighs> definitely, but like 
don't make another. Because <laughs> if, if we do that, then we got to do, you know, Bill Murray or Jim Carrey at least. At the very least. And, and it just gets it's just a lot of act, really good actors that we'd have to accommodate. Um, as um, for, we could add pick an actor, like how we oh, have yeah. pick a director. I could totally add a pick a director or pick an actor. Pick a famous actor, and we pick a movie based on that actor's library. Right. No, it's also, now that it's, like, 2023, uh, even, uh, sooner or later, we're going to have to change... Um, we're going to have to add, like, 2020s movies, even though that, like, you know, even though that we're in... Um, we're, we're still in 2023, and the last four years still fits within, like, the new movies category like, top fives, or the last five years, um, I still think we should probably do, like, a, uh, 2020s movie, in, like, in accordance to once, like, 2025 hits, and that, that way, like, 20, tw- the year, movies from the year 2020 would be more uncommon, we found, because of how the system would work. So, I, I think, so, yeah, I think we should add a um, 2020s movies category and a uh, pick a pick an actor movie. I can do that. Cool. Okay. Um, as for my rating for this movie, uh, okay. So, I mean, it's this is this would be pretty easy because like the because as I've said. This movie knows what it wants to be. It wants to be a modernized version of a story that's already been told. And, and it does that pretty well. It's a it's a modernized version of a story that's already been told. As for how entertaining it is, I mean, I remember the original pissing me off because of how how Pip, how entitled Pip was at, at a few points. But that was like, I don't know, like one or two scenes. I'm not going to really judge based on that. Uh, but that also means like, you know, this movie's going to be, is forced to be compared with another movie because there was one made before it. There's probably multiple made before it. There's probably, yeah, I mean, this is, this is um, a book that came out in the 1800s. They probably have retold this many times. Hell, there's a Hulu show that's coming out. Yeah, I was about to mention that. I I noticed that um, this year they they started making, like, a TV show, which I wonder if it's going to be in a similar vein to, like, a series of unfortunate events with them uh, retelling that in TV show format. I don't know if I'll ever get to either one, but because, like, they're hour-long uh, shows, and I don't know if, if I, like, um, choose to spend that much time on, on one thing without, like, you know... That's why I w- watch anime more than I do, like, a lot of live-action shows, because, like, anime's pretty pretty commonly, like, 20 minutes long. Yeah, I like my hour-long shows. Well, then we are very, very different, then. I don't know. I'm, I'm fine. I like Lucifer and Monk, the movies that, the shows that we watch often. But, like, if I want to watch it, watch something in for, like, an hour or longer, then I'd probably, then I'd probably, you know, watch a movie. Uh, moving on from that, I think I'll give this movie, hmm, I'll give it a, I'll give it a seven. Like I, it's above a five because I find it, you know, I think it knows what it wants to be, and I do. It does pretty well. 
But aside from that, it's relatively bland. I mean, aside from the sexual parts, but, like, if you're trying to fix blandness with sex, with sex and stuff like that, then they there's a problem. Cells. I give it a seven. What do you give it? Five. Hmm. Still pretty decent. I didn't think it was that good. Um, I did accidentally spoil myself on the Rotten Tomatoes, so I can't join you on this. So You gotta stop doing this, man! I didn't Why? mean to. I didn't mean to. I can't believe as, you've done this. As soon as I tried to search it, the first thing it showed, it showed me the name of the movie, and then it also showed me the Rotten Tomatoes right next to it. So, I got spoiled. So, go ahead and make your guess. Okay. Um, for, uh, okay, for the audience, not the audience, uh, Critics, I'm going to say, like, you know, 76, and audience, uh, 66. 76 and 66. What is the, What is it? So, the... I'm going to give you the audience first. Okay. Audience is 77%. Hmm. The critics, however, 39%. Okay. Critics do not like this movie. Interesting. What are some of the reviews from the critics? Uh, we find some negative ones because most of them are negative. <laughs> Roger Ebert actually liked this. Where the film fails is in its commercial pro liberty to center the narrative trajectory around a fairly asinine updating of the Pipistella love match into a slop, soppy romance. Uh, Tim Brayton says Corn and company end up throwing all the style they've got at the film to compensate for a perpetually stalled drama. Michael DeQuini says, DeQuina says, in the end, shiny surfaces are just that, surfaces with nothing necessarily underneath. Carlo Cavagna says, Charles Dickens' novel has been pared to the bone and set in the present day, and the result is a beautifully shot mess. The character's motivations could not be any less clear. John R. McEwen says, the film's execution is more of a tragedy than the story. Philip Martin says his film doesn't have anything to say. It just wants to make a fashion statement. Pretty people should get to do stuff other people don't get to do. So, yeah. Sounds like the critics are more on my side. Just, I don't know. It was weird. I don't know. It could be. I, I might not like the actual book or story from Charles Dickens. I don't know. I've never... I've seen one with violent monkeys, and I've seen the violent monkeys one has Estella constantly breaking the necks of rabbits. <laughs> so, no, I don't... I've never actually seen the 
original story of Great Expectations, and I'm I don't think I care for the story. So, do you have a cinemantra? Okay, um, let's see. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if I want to do that, because that's dark. That's dark? <laughs> oh, uh, let's go dark. All right. Do it. Okay. Um... If you were forced into, like, an arranged marriage with a woman who breaks the necks of rabbits, uh, how would you try to escape? If you would uh, at all. I would... I would... Uh, where, well, I, I guess I should ask, where do these rabbits go after they die? <laughs> I mean, would you care? I, I would. I was gonna say if they they send the rabbits away, the bodies would hide in the bodies of the dead rabbits and just disappear. Oh, I thought you were talking about the soul. Like, I thought we were going to get into some religious stuff here. Oh, no. I don't know. I was, oh, oh. I was trying to escape. I was. Okay, I'll give you the same rating as I gave the movie, a 7. 7 out of 10. What? Okay. What's your Cinemantra? Oh, um... I was gonna ask... The first thing that popped in my head, I kind of know the answer, so... Let's ask it anyways. If a random benefactor decided to send you away to get better at... or to to uh, get you rich at something, what would it be? I didn't think you would need to think about this. I figured it'd be the yeah, exact it'd probably same be, thing. It'd to... probably be art. I was, I was trying to it'd think be... of something more clever than that, but like, yeah, it's probably art. I, I really love drawing. They give you a 10. You were, that's, that's the right answer. I was trying to think of something clever. I understand. I, that's the thing that made the most sense for this movie, but I know you well enough to know that would be the answer, so... Yeah. I don't know why the first thing I thought of wasn't an artist and was instead, like, yeah, I, I don't know what you actually had to think for, about it, yeah. But, like, I... But, yeah, I... Anyway. It's gotta be art. Yeah, it's, it's gotta be art. I love drawing. Anyways, uh... Except you're a better drawer than that guy. Okay. Well, yeah, but like it's it's in the eye of the beholder, and in in the said yes, beholder, yes, very subjective. Blah blah blah. I don't care. You're better. Hi, thank you. Wasn't that good? <laughs> anyway, why do you sound like a twelve year old anime girl now? <laughs> to be fair, if I wasn't an anime, I could probably come across as a twelve year old anime girl. Do you know what? Have you seen some 14-year-old anime girls? They look like 23-year-olds. Yes. That is how the Japanese draw, yeah. <laughs> Apparently they also have, like, G-cups or something like that, because 
because like I don't cut know this, what the, that, I don't that, know what the age of, I don't know what the age of consent is there, but I don't think it's fourteen. Or it, I don't know, the legal age or whatever it is. And even you then might be surprised. <laughs> I probably won't be. And I probably what I would be though is kinda just disappointed and think it's kinda messed up. I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed in you, Japan. <laughs> That's a bad Japan. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Do you have what? anything else to say about this movie? I have nothing to say about this movie. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, do, we, do you want to ask Siri... Include with including the uh, two that we just added, which I believe should be fifty at this point or fifty-one. Um, what movie we'll be watching? We already uh, we already watched Rogue One, but we're going to be recording that at some point later. But like, we're recording this first, and we're and I'm going to see you in like I don't know tomorrow, so uh, might as well figure out what movie we're going to be watching next. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let me add the two new categories. All right, you done. Okay, so we're... oh, cool. You know what that does? What? Two new categories gives us exactly fifty. Yes, I knew it. Perfect. All right, I was picked. Pick an actor, and what was the other one? Uh, pick an actor in 2020's movies. Oh. So, son, I kind of already have that. We have a whole new movie at, uh, I guess 2020's works, because that new movie is meant to be, like, within the last year. We just talked about this! <laughs> Whatever. Were you, All right, hey, I don't think you were listening. Hey, Siri. <laughs> Hey, Siri, pick a number from 1 to 50. It's 7. It says 7. Okay. Which animated? Animated. Oh. Animated. Hmm. We watch a cartoon, <laughs> but not a Disney cartoon. Well, obviously, but I've got, I've got one. I know what we will be watching. I think should it be hard finding a good animated movie to watch? Yeah, I've got, I've got a, uh, got a few, but it depends. Like, do we want? Two-dimensional or three... Or, like, it could be 2D or 3D. As long as it's animated. All right. I think I do have a 3D one, but I'd say all animation works. Um, which should mean... Hmm. I've got one. I've got one you probably won't like, but I know you haven't seen.
And what's that? I can't tell you yet. It'll it'll spoil the surprise. Plug the pluggables. Okay, I am Cryokin Artist. I also have a gaming channel now, which I haven't which I've only uploaded two videos on. Uh um I am also snow a uh, snow shine gaming on uh on YouTube. But I'm Cryokin Artist on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, and on uh TikTok. I haven't really uploaded anything on Twitter. I might not upload anything on Twitter because Twitter is weird, but that's me. That's who I am. You can find me on Dragon Blazer Productions on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. You can also find me on Dragon Blazer Productions or Dragon Blazer Pro on the Twitter. You also have a gaming channel now. And I also have a gaming channel called Dragon Blazer Gaming. Woohoo! I put up a Fortnite video of me playing Fortnite, and it got no views. Yeah, it has absolutely no views. <laughs> Zero views. Not even, not even Zaber has seen it. And now he's doing evil laughs. I can't believe we took... Uh, this is one of our longer episodes, and, and, and it was on Great Expectations. I don't know how I feel about that. What, f- what 50 minutes? It's not yeah. one of our longer episodes. We've had, we've had episodes into, like, the hour-long... Points. Well, yeah, we had the one, and that was when we had your friend on. Oh, yeah. All right, in. Peace. Oh, once again, please, if you will, like and subscribe onto our YouTube page titled Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You, where all these wacky podcasts of where we watch movies and review them go on. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Peace.